This blessing has been ordained to use the power of love to encourage others. By relying on the Spirit for wisdom and guidance, we are hopeful to influence others to share their story while supporting them to live their full potential. All of this while giving God the glory. Prepare to be inspired by testimonies from people who live their everyday lives with God in the center of it all. But it wasn't always that easy. This is God's plan. Gabby back again with you guys. It's so, so, so exciting. It's been like a month and a half, like way too long, guys. Um, I've missed you, but I've been in the works because this podcast is basically my baby. So before we start, I just want to just make a few comments. Um, in our last podcast, um, Kenny spoke about how he's going to step away from the podcast itself, but um, he's not going to step away fully after a conversation that I had with him. He is just going to, you know, be on the back end. And if I need him for whatever reason, he's of course going to help me and step in. But he said, this is your project. God placed this in your heart. So when he said that, I felt a little bit of fear, but I was also excited because like I live by these words, your stretch zone is your growth zone. So this is the way God has been helping me stretch. And it's it's been helping me in every area of my life. Every time I, I have fear, I'm like, why do I have fear? I did the podcast and that was the scariest thing ever because I know nothing about podcasts. So as we speak, Kenny is working on, on a book. He just released it a few months ago. Um, check that out. It's in on his Instagram page. Um, he has songs out, and of course, he has his own production company, Dreamhouse Productions. Check that out, which is really, really cool. So that's his baby. That's his project. So he's been working a lot with that. So I'm really, really happy, really excited with where that is going for him. And of course, we're here to support in any way we can. Um, this last couple of weeks, I've been in meditation mode. Um, and... Of course, I've been enjoying this beautiful summer weather. I love, love, love summer. Um, and I was asking God, like, is this right? Like, after Kenny's podcast, I was a little bit fearful. So I was asking myself if it was right to continue doing this, if it wasn't right to continue doing this. People were asking me if it was going to continue. And I said, it's it's in pause for now. So after meditation, God placed it in my heart. And it's also words that I live by, which my mentors have taught me is proper preparation prevents poor performance. God told me, this is your baby. Treat it as such to impact my people through this platform. And I took that, did not take that lightly. I was like, okay, this is serious now. Let's do this. So I'm really, really excited, really, really fired up because good changes are coming and change is always great. Um, but yeah, the name of this podcast, it's called Broken Chains. Now, the reason why it's called Broken Chains is because this amazing, beautiful, inside and out lady that's with me right now, she's 
as we speak, she's breaking a chain, the self-imposed chain of shyness, the self-imposed chain of being quiet, of fear. And I'm really, really excited for her because as she's doing that, I'm learning through her. Um, so yeah, this is just this amazing lady that goes to the church. When, when you walk into St. Church, she's one of the ladies that sits you down. She's the, the joy of the Lord is, has always been in her heart. She's always smiling. She's always hyping people up. She's just amazing. So I uh, want to introduce you guys to, to Millie. Hi there. Hi, Millie. Hi. How, how are you today? I'm good. Feeling anxious to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, this is a broken chain, and I'm really, really, really proud of you. Really happy that you're finally stepping out of your comfort zone. Yes and getting stretched by God right. to fulfill that purpose in your life because you have a really, really big testimony. Yes. So um, you and Eliana both approached me about you being in this podcast right. and I never really understood why, but as you were speaking about it, um, I knew why. God told me, yeah, yeah, this is why you do this. This is why I put you in this platform to do this. Yeah. So do you mind explaining a little bit as to how God told you to do this? Uh, I had a dream. Well, first of all, God been telling me to say my testimony. The thing is that out of fear, I kept saying no. But um, in a dream, um, I will say my testimony and God put Ileana to, told me to tell Ileana to help me. So I came to Ileana and I told her I need to say my testimony and God put you to help me. So she said, you need to talk to Gabby. And I said, well, he told me you. And she goes, yeah, but he told me to lead you to Gabby. So she's the one that's going to help you. So I'm here with Gabby now and, um, you know, willing to speak my testimony to y'all. Shout out to Eliana because yes. she's literally, she brings everyone. She introduces everyone. She knows everyone. So she's got the hookups. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to my church mom, my amazing, amazing church mom in Christ. Um, yes. But now that you've told me this, the Lord put it in your heart to say your testimony. Right. Because it's impacted so many people already. And he wants you to impact more people in the process. So can you please tell me a little bit about your testimony and talk to me about yes. how you got brought into the church? Yes, um, that's first I'll say the testimony later. How? All right, so um, I live, this is my testimony, I live downtown the Manhattan on the Lancy. That was a drug infested area about 20 years ago. This, we're speaking about the early 2000s? Yes. Okay. Yeah, about, yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. So, um, so, you know, I lived down there. I had my own apartment. Um, I was going to school, uh, at computer science. I was taking computer science. I was working, uh, data entry for Metropolitan Life. And all in all, it was good. Um, next thing you know, I started doing drugs, uh, cocaine. How I started, I got drunk in a party and somebody saw me so drunk that they gave me cocaine to wake me up. Wow. And that was like my first taste. How old were you? I was about 25. Okay. 25. Okay. Yeah. Early 20s. Yeah. Okay. 
So from there, I just started doing cocaine weekly. Every weekend, you know, you go buy some beer, cigarettes, and start getting high. Um, as I was working and going to school after work, I um, I, I messed up, you know. I, I was doing it almost every day, so I got I left school so I could keep my job, you know, and then still getting high and messing up on my job, coming late, I lost my job. Mm. So doing drugs and alcohol and and I lost my job and my school. <laughs> so from there, I just started, it became worse, my habit of cocaine and and um, beer and, and cigarettes. So I, I, then I started with the crack, smoking crack. And um, yes, I smoked crack almost every day. Wow. Um, daily, I was smoking cigarettes, um, like maybe about six, seven packs a day because you, when you Ooh. when you get high through the day, you just break night. And that's like back-to-back -back smoking. Um, yeah, I... Um, I had a, a, in my own apartment downtown and on Broome Street. I had my own apartment. And from there, I was having a lot of people come over, you know, if they want to, uh, if they were wanted to get high privately. So they would come to my house and they turn me on and yeah, I get high for free, you know, <laughs> drink beers. And so I was really, it was really bad because it was like almost every day, 24 hours. I would sleep a little bit, but I get back to get high again um that was for that went on for a couple of years a lot of years my niece was always coming over trying to get me to stop this nonsense you know that, that, yeah, you, <laughs> that means you you're need old to yeah you need to stop this is is it's killing you and um and i had a sister-in-law that just prayed for me all the time she took me to brooklyn tabernacle and um, there they gave me this uh, uh, CD, and it was, uh, he's been faithful to me. And I always played it a lot because I always felt, I really felt God with me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like no matter what bad I did, he was always faithful to me. Um, I was, I, I was weighing already like 98 pounds, um, very skinny. And my voice was, I had no voice. I couldn't breathe. Like, it was like asthma because I was smoking, like, back to back. I was a chain smoker. Plus, I was smoking the crack, which the pipe is hot, and it burned the esophagus. So Ooh. it was closing wow. it, and I just couldn't breathe. I would get these attacks that will, I couldn't, from not breathing, like an asthma attack. I would end up in the hospital, wake up a day or two later, and come back home to the same thing. It was like, you know, I wouldn't stop knowing that it's killing me. And I'm 98 pounds, and I was really, I was really doing really bad. So from there, um, let's say I had a lot of homeless people also in my house, you know, like they would come over to get high and sleep over, you know, take a bath, sleep on the floor for the winter and the summer, you don't see them, but yeah. And um, so one day uh, this police officer, he came to my house and he knocked and I opened the door and he 
asked me, are you Millie? And then I, I said, yes. He said, so um, he, know, he knew my name because, I mean, they always called me out the window, Millie, throw the key down. <laughs> so I guess the whole neighborhood knew me. <laughs> but anyway, so he came alone and he asked me, he, he told me, he said, they go, this house, this apartment is going to get raided. And the one that's going to go to jail is you because oh. you, this is your apartment and for selling drugs. And I told him, I said, we don't sell drugs. I just get high. There's no drug selling here. He said, yeah, but you know, the one that, you know, it's, they're going, that's what they're going to charge. And that's what, um, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to be you now, nobody else. So um, after he left, he said, this is the one. After he left, I just went to the bathroom, bathroom. And I just started crying to God. I just cried. My niece was always, never gave up on me, trying to get me out of there. And my sister-in-law never stopped praying for me. So I just went to the bathroom and did what my sister-in-law does. <laughs> Great. I just started talking to God. I didn't know I was just crying to him and talking to him because the truth is I went to three rehabs, three times I went to a rehab trying to quit because I wanted to quit. But I couldn't quit every time I come back home to the same thing because everybody's in my house getting high. So I, I couldn't stop. Even if I wanted to, even if I throw everybody out, I threw everybody out so many times, but no matter what, please let me in, it's cold, you know, and I will like let them in, do the same thing. And that was my story. Like, so um, I just told God, God, I'm gonna die because I can't breathe, I weigh 98 pounds, or I'm gonna go to jail because and I don't want to go to jail because I don't know what I'm going to do in that place. I'm like, God help me. <laughs> so, and I just cried to help me, you know, that I've been trying on my own, but I can do it. So, and I, I stood there crying to him and praying. And um, as time went on, my, my niece comes back and she says, maybe you got to get out of here, get out, you know, you need to come with me, come with me, you know, you're going to die. Or, and I was like, you know what? I, I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you. We'll leave everything behind. I didn't want to leave. I was paying 121 rent, rent control for life. And what? it was hard for a five-room apartment for me to leave to get, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. So I just, you know, I, we ended up, I called the landlord. He helped me out with couple of thousand dollars, you know, just so I could leave. And, and I left with my niece, my niece and we went and I believe the, the cop was an angel giving me a warning. I don't think it was a cop coming unarmed to, to a drug place. <laughs> so I really believe it was an angel um, coming to my house, giving me a warning. So I left with my niece and from there, you know, um, God was putting my heart church and he was, um, uh, so I started looking for a church. No, I stood, no, I, I'm sorry, back up. I stood in, in the bed for like two weeks, eat and sleep because, you know, I was really drained from so much crack cocaine. Right, withdrawal. Yeah, right. withdrawal. So I stood there for about two weeks in bed and trying to gain my weight back because I was like skin and bones, 90 pounds. <laughs> and that was, yeah, I hated that. But yeah. 
And um, from there, we moved to a big apartment. I got my own room. And from there, it was all about God. I was, it was God pushing me to go to, um, to church, find a church. I was looking for a church. I walked around. My brother-in-law brought me to St. Christ Tabernacle. And I went there the first day, and I loved it. I mean, the ushers were so good to me. I mean, um, they opened me. I mean, it was amazing. It was like the first, whoever spoke, spoke to me, and I never stopped going since. Amen. The time came like about a, a year later. Um, I wanted to get baptized. So um, I saw Minerva was the one that helped me. You know, there was an usher there, an usher there that um, I used to smoke cigarettes a lot. So I told I told the usher that I couldn't get baptized because um, I still smoke. And she said, don't worry, God will take it away from you. Next thing you know, like from there, I got baptized. It was amazing, the best feeling in my whole life. I felt like heaven <laughs> it was amazing anyway just such a good feeling so i really had to stop smoking because you know i already got baptized i need to prove god you know uh next you know um so i i'm trying to stop smoking and i put on patches and i take them off and smoke and then <laughs> put them back on what <laughs> trying to quit smoking it was you know hard for me so I pray, I said, God, if you if please help me to have my coffee in the morning, but not have a cigarette. I don't want, you know, I need to stop smoking. So like it was not even, a, it was probably just one week. It happened so fast. I was off on a Wednesday and I just got up and I had my coffee with my new pots on the table. And um, I had my coffee and then I just started cleaning, you know, my day off. So I do that, clean the whole house. I started my niece's room, and then I went to my great nieces. Then I went to the living room. When I got to the kitchen and started cleaning, I saw my Newports on the table, and I got so excited. It was, like, <laughs> so excited. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I grabbed the cigarettes, and I crushed it. I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I threw it in the garbage, and I was like, it was like, amazing because i didn't even want to smoke a cigarette you got freed yeah i was like oh wow. my god so i thank god and i praise god and i was singing and dancing in this house i called my niece telling how, how what god did for me that is so beautiful so, yeah from there on i did not want to smoke even if i tell my niece let me light up the cigarette for you it tasted so bad no that, way that i could not take it uh -huh. it just he just took it away in one day that for me that is a miracle of god and i was surely blessed you know so from there um i don't know i went to um started going to saint's church i started hosting uh with the, my sisters in christ that they they took me under their wings and they really blessed me and taught me i grew with them i, I you know i love uh, Saints Church, now it's called Saints Church, and I will never leave it. I mean, I mean, that's like my home, home. The fellowship, the service, I, I don't fail. I mean, God is amazing. My tithing is good. God has been providing for me. I mean, all in all, I lack nothing. I am re really blessed. 
You know, and I just hope that this will be a blessing to someone out there because God is good. He never leave you nor forsake you. I trust in him. I had this fear of saying my testimony. And I I tell you, I, I always say the verse about, uh, about uh, fear is not of God, but of power, love, and a sound mind right. to keep me strong. And that's 2 Timothy 1.7. You know, and I always know that God is with me. He never leave me nor forsake me. Yes, he will. You know, and that, and that was uh, Deuteronomy 31, 8. Mm -hmm. Always said these verses because it kept me strong. It really kept me going. And, and um, uh, also about speaking, it was very hard for me to speak or say my testimony. But I know that in Matthew 10, 20, um, it says that the Spirit will speak through me. So I had nothing to worry about. I just pray, God, Lord, you be the one speaking through me. Amen. Father God, and thank you, Holy Spirit, for always being with me, never leaving me, being in my my by my side always. And um, I think that's about it. So if there's any questions you have. Absolutely. Millie, this is so beautiful. Your you. testimony is, oh, wow. He brought me a long way. A long way. I mean, I was dying. It's like it's like he, you know what he did with Peter when Peter fell in the water, he put his hand out right. and took him out of right. the water. Mm -hmm. So that's what he did to me. He took took me out of the death, the hole, the death, and brought me to life. Aww. You know? Praise because God. if not, I would have he didn't let me die with because I could have died any time. I, I, Kind of blacked out a couple of times. Wow. He didn't let me die until I came to him. Now I'm safe and I am grateful for this salvation. Right. Because God knew that through every experience that you had, there is a testimony behind it that someone else needs to hear. Yes. And praise yes. God for that. Yeah. Millie, uh, you told me previously that in the conversation that we had that you went to rehab. Yes. So you wanted to right. leave drugs? Yes. I wanted to quit. Um, the drugs, I went to three rehabs. I could not quit because I come back to the, my house and my brother was there and also people getting high there. So even if I tried to stay one day clean, I couldn't because I'm back to the place. I really tried because I knew that um, whether I was going to die because I could not breathe, you know, or I was going to go to jail. And I just went to three, three times for rehab. Now what? I said, God, I've been three times. Please help me. I can't do it alone. I need you, Lord. So, yeah. That, that is amazing. This, this is how God works. This is just beautiful. So God is the God of deliverance. Yes. If you ask him for strength to leave it, to leave uh, your addiction, he will grant it in his own time. Yes. Time is in his glory. It, yeah. All of it in his time. So, I'm really, really happy that you finally found the strength to talk to me about your testimony, to talk to our listeners about a testimony, because we don't know how many people he's going to impact. Yes. Um, can I ask you, what have you learned through this experience, through your testimony, and through this time that you've been at St. Church and Christ Tabernacle? Give us a few things that you've learned. So through this testimony... Uh, many times I came to people and I don't know 
how this did happen. But I would talk to a person and just come out with a testimony. For some reason, I didn't realize I'm saying a testimony there. That's why I know that the Spirit of God was speaking through me because I, I don't know why it will come out. But I will speak to one person, and then next thing you know, the person is wondering, why are you telling me this? I said, I don't know. It just came out. <laughs> and, they, and they would tell me, I think God told you to tell me this because I'm a, a drug addict too so you know wow. like so that would be that would make me like wow you know yeah you know so you know they would thank me for you know saying this testimony which always encourages and give a person strength to think about yeah i gotta get out of this you know and that happened a couple of times and um that is um for me it's 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 amazing because I don't like to talk to nobody. I'm kind of shy and tell anybody about myself, that was, you know, but uh, it just comes out. And I think God puts me in a place where uh, a person really needs to hear it. And I just come out talking. And like I said, I know it's the spirit because me, myself, I will not do it. And, and coming to church, I mean, God has changed my life. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't miss the life in the world no more. You don't? It's, no. Good. I'm here. I go to work, come home, church, home. This is it. I cook, I clean, I eat, ate. <laughs> this is my life. I talk to my sisters. I got Bible study. I do Bible studies every um, Fridays. Now the summer we're out, but every September we start again. It's Bible study, which I love. You know, I serve in, on church Wednesday night, prayer night, Sunday night. I love it. I love the fellowships. I mean, you know, it's I just it's all in love. And even at work, you know, sometimes I don't want I don't talk to people because you know, but sometimes God puts me in the right place at the right time and puts me in place with someone that then. After you talk with them, they, they give you a hug. They go, wow, thank you, Millie. You know, you, you just opened my heart. I even give them um, uh, devotional books. And oh, them, yeah, I just like to buy it just to give it to those who ask me questions about God and stuff, you know, or to pray for them. So, you know, I don't, I'm not one to missionary, yeah. but I do talk to people and give them a little word of encouragement about God. Some people want to hear it, some don't, but it's all in all, it's good. And I, I am so blessed. I am. You know, you know, like they say, you know, God don't promise you um, uh, um, the luxury or, or, or riches or whatever. He promised you that he will take you to heaven when you die. And he promised you life, eternal life, you know. Mm -hmm. And he will bless you, you know, like he will bless you. And he, he does. He does bless you. Like, I don't make a lot of money, but I lack nothing. Amen. You know, I have everything I need. First is Jesus for the morning, and through the whole day, I'm all good. So, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, you, you first in the morning, first fruits, Jesus. Pray, read the Bible, read a devotion, praise God, you know. My, I wake up at 3. I don't have to start to work till 7. What? I wake up at 3. Oh, my gosh. To, Pray for an hour, an hour and a half. This is me. It's so early. I need to, I need God. You know, he's amazing. And he makes me feel good, like praying and praising him. And and he just puts people in my, my thoughts to pray for. Yeah. Like, he is good. He is good. I need to learn how you 
You did. You started doing that at three in the morning. Yeah. Girl. Oh my That's gosh. my time to wake up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the first thing I do, I have to have my coffee, of course. They uh, say first, God, and then your coffee. I say, Jesus, first my coffee. I got a, a cup my friend gave me. Coffee and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus and coffee. Uh-huh. So that's it. I have my coffee and then I drink it. I praise God. After you praise God, you know, you read a devotion. I say a prayer um, and I start reading verses. And again, pray for whoever God puts you in your mind. Pray for, for the president, you know, for right. Ukraine, for whatever he puts in my mind. And it's, it's my prayer. You know, the church that we go to, Saints Church, encourages us to learn from our elders. Yeah. And you've been in the church for such a long time. You, you're considered an elder, although you're very young. Yeah. You look young. No, but but I'm not so wise. But I give thanks for the host that God put in my path Aww. because they taught me a lot. Of course. You know? um, it was Lourdes, Minerva, Maria, you know, like Carmen. Like these girls were on top of me. Like they really taught me a lot, you know, and I served with them and the fellowships and, oh, I really miss that, you know. Yeah, come back. Yeah. But, um, but we started fellowship with Maria. She's been taking us <laughs> to the you know, and we, it's, it's good. It's Shout good. out to Maria. She's yeah. such a beautiful, yes. kind <laughs> putting, hard hard gathering woman. us together, you know, it's beautiful. Thank you. She's mama to me, mama number yeah. two. She's a big, big mentor in Christ, and she's yeah, been there for me for a long good. time yeah. since I've been there. And she just loves on everyone. It's just yeah. positivity all over the place. She's I just I love her. But these are the elders that I'm talking about. These are the elders that have been in the church for 10, 20, 20 plus years that know what it's like to have fellowship with people, fellowship with God, have intimacy with God. So what Millie is talking about, waking up at three in the morning, praying for people that th these are nuggets that us as millennials and Gen Z's, I don't know the name for Gen Z, um, we should learn from this. We should take note that this is what strengthens our relationship with God. Waking up early, oh boy, that's, that's not for me. That is not for me, but I want to challenge you guys. If you're not a morning person, do it at night. Just pray for people at night. And then that'll help you have good dreams and good, like not have anxious thoughts while you guys are sleeping. If you guys do it in the morning, which is prefer preferable, um, then that that's that's good too. Yeah, even even if you yeah, even if you give him like twenty minutes, half an hour, wake up half an hour earlier, and just hear one song, and then read a devotion, and then pray. Then you say that our fathers, you know, like um, even that little time is it feel it's good, it's good. You wake up and you feel good like the whole day, you know. So, you know, and that's a blessing because you give God the first fruits. Like we do a Thursday, at my pay, I get paid Thursday. Mm -hmm. After my prayer in the morning, the first thing I do before I spend one cent, <laughs> first thing I do is pay my tithes, ta, 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 Thursday page. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. I don't have to wait till Sunday to give it. As soon as I get it because it's my first fruits, it's God's, now I can spend whatever, pay a bill or whatever, but God is first in my life. You know, and it feels good. You start feeling good because I have it. You know, it's a good thing. 
It's a good thing, guys. Take notes because that's what I've been doing. I've been taking mental notes and I have my notebook right next to me. Uh, the notes that I also want you to guys to keep in, in with you guys is the verses that she mentioned. Uh, I love these verses. And uh, when you're having fear in your heart, in yes. your mind, in your life, yeah. it's important to continue repeating these words, these it verses. Helps. and It helps you yes. fighting and keep on fighting. Um, and continue having a good day or keep on doing what God placed in your heart, but you're just scared to, yeah. to go out there and do. So that's 2 Timothy 1, 7. Uh, De Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 31, 8. Psalms 16, 8. And Matthew 10, 20. These are the four verses that Millie repeats over and over yeah. and over again. A lot more, but these are the ones that keep me strong, yeah. Right. And th these are these are verses that you can say to yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, saying positive self-affirmations. Because I know we all struggle through self-doubt. The enemy tries to attack us consistently. And these are four examples of how we can cast that out. We can cast it out, pouring positivity and diluting the negativity out. Yeah, and, and Psalm 23, mm -hmm. I say it every morning when I'm walking to the train. You know, Psalm 23. And you know, um, another thing I do is um, I have, I, I write down my prayer and I put it in the wall and I pray over it. And I have a lot of prayers in my wall, but let me tell you, I have like almost two folders with answer prayers that I just say, thank Praise you, God, God, for answer prayers. I write it down and put it in the folder. And, um, you know, it, it's, you know, and if it's that, it doesn't answer the prayer, the prayer is still in the wall because I will continue to pray until I see it come to pass. And let me tell you, I, I have a, a lot of answer prayers because you don't realize how God answers your prayers until you, you know, do that until That's, you see it yeah. in front of yeah. you. Yeah, you say, "Oh my God, God answered this prayer." And right on the paper, I write, "Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers." And then I write the date that He answered the prayer. Okay. So this is the day over here. Is it, the date on the top? Is the day I'm praying, and I put in my wall. And when He answered my prayer, I write it down. Could be a month. Could be two months. It could be a week. Okay, Melissa. So what you're saying is, prayer, a, a dream board is important. We're supposed to see our dreams right there in front of us that envision it but a prayer board is also important where we see what we're praying over yeah. what we're praying about for people what god places in our hearts and as soon as those prayers are answered we take it down our wall you thank god for it mm -hmm. you know and you put it in the folder because a lot of people pray we pray a lot and god answers our prayers but we don't realize that he answered the prayer you know, so, you know, you thank God for everything, but you, you, you know, you don't remember, oh, I pray for that. Like, remember you and, and, and Eliana. Eliana. Gabby and Eliana prayed for my niece. Let me tell you. And, oh my God, it was amazing because it, God answered that prayer. My niece was going to leave. She had, she'd been having, doing, crazy <laughs> she was gonna leave on a trip and gabby and eliana prayed for with me for her and let me tell you the prayer that they came out of their mouth happened 
Amen. My niece roommate was a Christian girl that spoke to her and brought her back to Jesus. Praise God. So, thank you, God, for answer praise. See, that's <laughs> a praise report right there. Right, right. So thank you, Lord. That Amen. just strengthens your prayer yeah. life. Yeah. That that just strengthens your belief level. Seeing it and in, in, in saying thank God, thank you, God, for answering this prayer. Just seeing that just makes you think. What else can I pray for that he's going to answer? And it's not our timing, of course, it's his timing. Right. So if he thinks it's a prayer that needs to be answered right away, he's gonna answer it right away. And if it's for you, because maybe it's right. not for you, what you're praying for, maybe it's not for you. Like if you ask God, what was it for For uh, the knife? a knife? He's not gonna give you that knife, he's gonna give you flowers. You know, because he knows the knife is not for you. Mm. So. You know, he didn't, he's not going to answer the prayer because it's not for you. But have faith and pray for something good with love, you know. And, and you see how he comes through. If it's for you, he'll give it. He'll do it. You know, all in his timing, like you said. It's in the waiting. In you know? the waiting. So, I love that analogy that you used about the knife and the flowers. Yeah. Knives are meant to harm you right. if they're done, used the wrong way. Sometimes the blessings that God gives us, we use it the wrong way. Yeah. We interpret it the wrong way because our flesh gets in the way. But that's why he also gives us grace and gives us the flowers yeah. right next to it. So I love that analogy that you use. Also, you mentioned Psalms 23. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, if people didn't know because I didn't know what it was. I'm not really like technical oh. with the Bible yet. I'm working on it. So read it. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. He gives me everything I need. That is so beautiful. Yes. That is amazing. And that is such a great thing to say to yourself yeah, when walking out, out the door. Yeah, walking out the door. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He will give you everything you need. Do you, um, do you have a few tips maybe that you can give a, an addict right now that is that it has been to rehab, that has right. had these blackouts, but can't seem to stop getting that next fix. So um, the truth is, the thing is not to give up, because even though you think it, you will not, you can't quit, or you you can't quit, you can't do it. Even though you feel that way, because you know you're still struggling, trying, just don't give up. You have to keep it in prayer, because um. God is working on it. He's working on it. He wants to see your heart that you really want to do it. Mm. You know, not, not like I want to stop and then after you stop, you go right back to it. Mm -hmm. Because that happens a lot. But if God sees your heart that you really want to do it, you really want it with your heart, God will help you. He will help you. And I, and I believe that strongly. Because, you know, a lot of people, like if, I have a, a friend that he always says, yeah, I want to stop. I want to stop. All right. So he stops for a, a little bit and all right, he'll stop for maybe like six months, but he goes back to it. Now I know drug addiction is a disease. It mm -hmm. really is. It's not easy to get out of it. Mm -mm. That's why we need God. He's right. the one, the power, you know, the one that can help us, you know? So um, now when he came into God, now he's so into God that we talk a lot and he, he ain't going to touch it no more because I know because God is with him. God answers his prayer or our prayers. And he's so strong into that. Like 
God help me get out of this. I won't go back to it. I'm going to do good. And God just cleaned them out. So you see how it works? You have right. to want it with your right. heart and believe God is going to help me. You know, me, I, I always believe God was going to help me quit. Because, you know, I'm going to the rehab and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to the rehab and when I come out, I'm going to do good. You know, I'm going to go back to work and I come back to the same thing. It's in my face. I'm going to do it. But how he, God chose to do it, he chose to send a car to my house, go beg him for life. You know, he sent my niece to get me out of my house, up my house. You know, he put me in, in church. He got me a job. He just blessed me. He got people to help me stay, stay safe. Sober. You know, stay safe, you know, fellowships and all that. The pastors, the deacons, they pray for me when I go. So this, this is how God keeps moving you to. There's a fellowship. You cannot say no to a fellowship mm -hmm. because that's where you gather and that's where the strength is. You know, God said you have to gather with your with the, your people, you know, mm -hmm. with Christians, mm -hmm. in order to grow, you know, you have to gather. You cannot be safe and then go high in in the. Or I'm saying like who watch service and TV, you know. No, you need to go to church. TV is good, online is good, but being there personally in right. church is the strength, right? You know, and that's what God wants you to be around pastors. Ask questions, ask them to pray for you. It's good. There is power in fellowship. Yes. There is definitely power in community because every person that you associate yourself with has a different perspective in the problem that you have currently. Right. So if it's an addiction, they might have had an addiction yeah. before and they can tell you what they did to get over that addiction. Right. You have other people as well that are there, very powerful prayer warriors yes. that can pray pray for you, even deliver you from any bad habit that you have that trouble breaking. Yeah. So there is power in community. There's a power in, in Saints Church, definitely. Yeah. And I love that we're all a family. Yes. I love that we get to fellowship together. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. You know, this, it's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, we need to gather together. I wish more people come for prayer night, mm -hmm. you know, because that is the most important um day you know to pray right you know we do have to pray i mean we could pray for a lot of things you know for the world for the economy for people for the sick for the dying don't matter what it is for your family for love for unity for salvation we have family that we want saved you know right pray for them all the time you know i think prayer prayer started in november and from november to now august i think prayer Prayer night has helped me and has impacted me the most countless times. Yeah. Hundreds of hundreds of times. Yeah. Hundreds of prayers that I've had have been answered because of prayer night. Yeah. And that's my moment to it's meditate, beautiful. to spend with God. Oh God. Doors open at 6.30 in Saints Church and prayer service and worship starts at 7. So if you guys can make it, uh, we'll be more than happy to open yes. the doors because it's, it's beautiful. There's power in prayer, that's yes, for sure. that's right. That's what you have to do. Let me tell you, there are times that I, I feel tired because I come from work and I'm tired. And I say, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm tired, man. I might not. I won't go today. But you know what? God, I say, God, give me strength 
to get out of this house and go. And you know what? I don't know how he gave me that energy. But he gave me that energy. I'd be walking down the street, going to church, I went to church. With that energy, anybody see me walking, they know me. <laughs> because I walk with that speed to get to church, you know? And when I get to church, I say, thank you, God, for, you know. And I don't have to, I don't miss it. I don't miss it because it, I, I get like a guilt to know you got to go. Now, God understands when you can make it. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. If you can't make it, you're not feeling good. He understands. He's, he's good. But, you know, if you, if all it is that you're tired, no. He'll give you the strength and he's going to get you back on your feet. Turn around, go to that door, and just keep on walking. Amen. When you get to church, it feels so good hugging your, your sisters in Christ and loving one another, you know, and thanking God, and it feels good. You know, I wish, you know, I want more, more souls to come. I and that's too. my been praying for um, the church to come back like it was packed. It will. You know, and it, it will it's because coming you back see how it's, it's coming now. Yeah. It's, it's and I'd be like, oh, my God, it's a fill. It's getting full. It feels great. It does feel good to see a lot more people yeah. coming to Thank church you. and bringing yes. it closer to God because we are one in love, one we in all. We need God. Jesus is coming soon. Right. And that is no lie. Uh -uh. I see it every day, what's happening in this world. You do, too. You see it. So wake up. Wake up. Let's come to God. And it's not even hard. He loves you. He loves you so much. You start feeling love, and you you be like, I I don't want, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to turn around. I want I want to keep going forward. I feel great, and it's such a good feeling. No, so Millie, I love it. Yeah, love you, Millie. Thank you so much Thank for you. being here in this podcast and sharing your testimony. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, this this project or the she was brought to my attention introduced to me by eliana uh i want to say about a month ago but my heart and my spirit wasn't ready to start doing the podcast again i was still in meditation mode i was still in the in the works as to how i want this to be again how this is going to be my maybe be my project so uh, i wasn't ready for it and Millie always stuck around. I always see her every Sunday. I give her hugs, and uh, mm -hmm. she's been very patient with me. So, Millie, thank you so much for listening, saying yes yeah. to God, and I pray that he continues um, blessing you and continues using you to impact his people. Thank you. So thank you for using this platform to start that because, like, this, the, the title of the podcast is Broken Chains right. because that's what you did today. You yeah. broke the self-imposed chain that you had on yourself. You're no longer shy. You're no, nope. You're no longer quiet. Yeah. You're no longer afraid. Yeah, that's that I could say. I'm not, I'm no longer afraid. And, I, and I, I've grown in faith with God. Like, I'm trusting him more and more. Amen. You know, sometimes you lack, but, you know, that happens to everybody. But you know what? Um, I trust in God. Amen. That's my word. I trust in you, God. I yes. trust in you, and I keep going only with God. Yes. Praise God. And he's going to do a more amazing thing. Salvation is coming for my family. I mean, I, I send them a, a verse like every morning. Yeah. <laughs> we have a family group. Uh -huh. And I send them, and um, 
at first they were not um they're so but now they're like amen thank you Millie. that was nice Millie. Aww. you know so i said god you he's moving on them right he's using you that's to move right. on them yeah wow that's beautiful and, and you know, like starts my, in your my house. nieces when they call me they say Millie, can you pray for me and i pray for them you know so that's another good thing because yeah, you know sure. you, they have to know that god is that god loves them and that he's wants to answer the prayer mm -hmm. he wants to help them you know but you got to call him and i said maybe can you pray for me yes i will but don't think god want to hear you he want to hear you calling on him say father god i'm calling on you you know like help me with this open my heart i give you my say what you need and always thank him just give him thanks for everything that he's doing for you mm -hmm. and then just ask him what you need you know and Keep the faith, and he'll answer you. If it's for you, he'll do it for you. So yeah. there are two. You said there are two um two components of prayer: being grateful, thank yes, you, thanking important. him, and then asking what you yeah. need. First, you praise him, and you you thank him for everything. You worship him and thank him, God. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for 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 this beautiful day. Thank you for uh, taking me to work safe or whatever. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the food, the home. God bless this house for the blood of Jesus that covered me. Thank you, God, for health all in all, for hearing Nancy prayers. There's a lot of things because there's a lot that he does for us. For you sure. might not believe that, you No, know, I'm just living my life here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like, there's a lot to be thankful for. Like he says, give God thanks for all things. It's for all things. Not only because, oh, thank you, God, that I saw that. Thank you, God, for reminding me. No, thank you, God, for everything, for the food, the home, the, the, the family, job. your job. Yeah, your finances, for right. providing, for right. healing. For, you know, there's a lot to be thankful for. And that is one important thing. And then you can um, pray, and then you can ask. Father, if it's on your will, can you please help me with uh, whatever, with this testimony? You know, if it's right. for you to glorify your name, Amen. whatever, you know, it's just asking for what you need, but don't ask for millions. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's not like, you know, he could give it. Don't get, don't, don't, don't underestimate God's power. He can give it, but if it's what you're going to use it for, he sees, he sees the future, and he won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he knows what you want it for, so it depends. God says to strengthen him, yeah. to, stre to strengthen you. He's going to strengthen you through every prayer. Yeah. Now, with that being said, do you mind praying for all of the people that need deliverance from any addiction, just like he delivered you? Okay. Even if it's small, yeah. it's okay. Okay. So yeah, um, I just wanna thank God for delivering me from drug and alcohol, God. And I'm just gonna ask you, Father God, for all those who are out there who are struggling, Lord God, with their addiction, who are suffering, who wants to stop but don't know how. I just ask you, Father God, if you could just intervene with their whatever they're yes, going Lord. through, Lord God, and just Bless them, Lord God. Touch them as you did me. Touch them. And like from one day to another, God, you can take it all out. Look at their heart. You know they want to stop, Lord God. And you know they need you because uh, it's important to, to 
have the help and the love of someone while you're going through something like alcohol or God. And it's important to have people around you to love you and encourage you and, and ask you to come to church, you know, and, and have prayer on them, you know, just pray on them, Lord God, because you are a good, good father and you're here and you answer prayers. And I believe if you did it for me, God, you can, you can do, do it. it for anyone. Yes, so in the name of Jesus, I pray for all those who are struggling, God, Yes, Hold on God. to them. Yes, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Millie, that was such a beautiful, powerful prayer. Thank you so much for praying for these people, for deliverance, for strength. It's in God's timing, not theirs. So, guys, be patient. Uh, when it comes to prayer, I was blessed with the opportunity to go to Times Square Church this week. And the pastor, the lead pastor there, uh, do not know his name. I'm very sorry about that. But he blessed us with such a beautiful, um, pray, not prayer, a beautiful lesson on prayer. And he says, he said, and that impacted me. When you ask God for something, you don't get it. You don't get it right away. You get the school that makes it possible. So it's his timing. It's not yeah. your timing. And you might want it now, but he needs to prepare you for it. So that's why he's giving you the strength that you need to break this chain, to break this, this curse, to break this, this addiction. Yes. But he needs to. Um, make sure that you are no longer going to go back to it. Like Millie never it's went back. It's in the waiting. Yep, it's in the waiting. It's in the work. So we continue. We ask you to continue fighting. We ask you to continue. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's it. Just don't give up. You will be blessed. Your testimony will be greater. You, God's glory will shine right through your life, right Amen. through your testimony. Amen. So again, Millie, thank you so much for you coming here and for having me. absolutely, absolutely. It was definitely a blessing to me and I know it's going to be a blessing to many, many other people. Yeah. So uh, guys, just to close up, um, yesterday I was meditating as well as to how to go about this and um, I was looking at nature and I was in the water. I go to a my, I call it my happy place. It's um, it's in the, the Long Island City Pier. I do not remember the name of it right now. Anyway, um, and there's a specific place that I go to. Just look at the buildings, look at the water, look at the trees. Just It's a place where I find closeness to God. And God just gave me this encouraging thought. And this is going to be the thought, the quote for your week. And yeah. something goes something like this. Life is like the waves. You crash and hit hard, but you keep on moving forward with the lead of the wind. So you're supposed to make mistakes that will get you to crash hard. But with the help of our amazing Lord Almighty, we keep on moving forward with the grace and light while he's taking the lead. So I'll leave you guys with that. Um, Again, Millie, thank you for being here. Thank you, for thank you guys so much for listening. And... Um, if you guys have any comments or please reach out to me, I, you know, me already. If you don't know me, you got my Instagram. <laughs> so, um, thank you guys again. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys for listening. 
We hope you were encouraged enough to keep on fighting that good fight of the spirit versus the flesh. If you need a little extra hand, please make sure to reach out to us. Follow us on Instagram at God's Plan Podcast. You can directly DM us if you need a prayer or any advice on a situation. Our local team of prayer warriors will be waiting to help guide you through your struggles. The Bible teaches us that you are not made to go through life alone. We are all in this together. See you soon.